Oh, I lost you. Oh, no. Miranda, where did you go? That oh, was really embarrassing. That was crazy. What happened? I clicked the wrong button. Oh, <laughs> I'm keeping it in the episode because I like panic. I was like, I lost Miranda. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Miranda. I'm Miranda. And together we make up the sidekicks. I got blipped out. Got like snapped out of existence in the Zoom call. Well, well, now we know which of us would have been the 50%. (laughs) No, we don't. It's just technology. Uh, Yeah, so I hope you all enjoyed that panicked intro. intro. (laughs) Okay, okay, I'm crying. I'm so recharged. We took a week off of recording and now I'm like, all right, let's go. (laughs) I'm going to be so confused because once again, Flashpoint is proving to be Flashpoint, which is what we're covering this summer. (laughs) This is a week of nothing happening. (laughs) It was so much. I read so much. Not like it was poorly assigned. I read so much. I was sitting there like, how am I still reading this one character? Yep. And nothing happened. This could have been an issue. I, it's, listen, I, I write little <laughs> notes as I'm reading them to keep track of, course of you do. <laughs> how it matters. Yeah. And um, most of these, I wrote one sentence. <laughs> it does it. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. So we read uh, Citizen Cold, one, two, and three. We read Deathstroke and the Curse of the Ravager, one, two, and three. Uh, the Outsider, number two. And then Flashpoint number two. And out of all of those, you don't really need to read any of them to keep up with the event. Literally including not. the Flashpoint book. Literally any of them. But guess what? We read it for you. And we're going to talk about it in a succinct, funny way, hopefully. And, well, it will be funny because we're a great time. Oh, a computer updated. Let's There's go. A chime. <laughs> I don't know. There is a computer behind me. Maybe that's what happened. But... We read it, so you don't really have to. I mean, if you did read it with us, thank you for for solidarity with us. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, as Miranda said, nothing happens. (laughs) I feel like I've said that at least three times in the three weeks that we've been recording this, or four. I think we're in the fifth week, actually, but I nothing happens because nothing happens nothing happens there are like the flashpoint event itself is five issues and then surrounding the flashpoint event are like 50 plus issues and the thing is is that a majority of those 50 plus issues are just taking place in the world of flashpoint they don't matter you don't need them yep they're there yep so most of them aren't even that interesting the only thing that happens is a bunch of people die yeah i think the only one that has been interesting is the lowest lane one and we haven't gotten back to that one yet. No. That's the one I'm like, that's the one that I'm like, I'm, what's going on with Lois? What is she into? And we finally get a hint of it in this one. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get to read that one this week. It's coming up. No. But I was just like, dang, I don't care about Deathstroke. Is that him? That's yep, who we're with the flare orange pants. Yep. Vibe. I would like flare <laughs> orange pants. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. But I'm so, getting ahead of myself. <laughs> you know how you know how next year we're planning on going to Comic Con together. Mm-hmm. What if we like Disney bound as Deathstroke and Nightwing? One Can of we? Oh we my should. god! Yes, I think I'm more of a Disney bound type of person. I don't think I could do like whole cosplays. That seems really uncomfortable. That's and it's like San Diego is not like super cold in the summer, so also I'm not trying to like sweat up a storm. <laughs> 
But yes, we should plan. Like, yes, we should do like sidekick things. Yes. Ah. We could Disney. You could be Deathstroke. I could be Nightwing. Nemesis. Love it. Love it. Yes. And then um, you could buy a pair of fl- a pair of like flared orange pants. Yes. I'm and yes, yes. I'm gonna justify all my fun like fashion stuff as like Comic Con bounding my way through life. Yes. <laughs> like I feel like a strong independent woman today. I'm gonna be Lois Lane. <laughs> Do it! Do it. So it's like oh I want to be a diva. I'm gonna buy the 70s, like the disco suit disco. For, from Nightwing. And nobody my dream is to own like a 1970s uh ABBA style jumpsuit. Yes. I keep looking for one. I think that we're not there yet, like fashion-wise, um, or at least like affordable fashion. Right. Because there's the jumpsuits are back, but they're more they like are. work jumpsuits because i have been keeping they're like boiler suits yes they're like they remind me of in oh what's that it's a disney movie atlantis the lost empire yes i was like the guy's name is milo yeah so atlantis (laughs) the girl the the mechanic i just knew it i know you knew this is why we have podcasts again (laughs) you really did know i was like what is it called and i was like no i was like it's a girl and she's a mechanic and i was like well i know milo's name but i always forget atlantis yeah audrey Yes. Oh my gosh, Audrey was such an icon when I was a kid. Yeah, she was so cool. I loved her. She was like the baddest bitch. Uh, that was such a good show, movie. Yeah, So underrated. I mean, now it's not, but when I was a kid, I don't think a lot of kids talked about it. Now all the adults talk about it, but... It was a commercial flop. So sad. Yeah. But a cultural phenomenon. Like, At least all the 10-year-olds understood that it was good <laughs> to an extent. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Well, let's talk about... <laughs> Let's talk about fucking Citizen Cold. God, um, he's so annoying. Everybody's so hard to like in this. Yeah. Nobody's likable. They didn't do anything interesting. They didn't do anything interesting. They had this wonderful opportunity to just do whatever the fuck they wanted with all these characters. And all that they did was make them the worst version of themselves. And they didn't even do that thing where they subvert it, where they make like, ooh, the villains are heroes in this world. No, the villains are still villains. And the heroes are also villains. Everybody's a villain except Cyborg, who is the protector of Detroit. And is never in the comics. We haven't exactly. talked about it. He seen doesn't it. have his own comic. God. Oh. And then, I mean, we're going to talk about it, but we thought, I don't know, whatever. The male gaze in this one in particular <sighs> was so bad. Now, I know that it's kind of a given. I know it's kind of a given that, like, these comics are not going to be great. In terms of like how they portray women, because it's kind of like a stereotype, and sometimes they do live up to a stereotype. This is one of them. This is so bad. I was reading it last night, and all I can do is like screenshot every panel and send it to Miranda. It's like, what is this? Yeah. It took me out of it. I was like, okay, whatever. I guess I care about Deathstroke. I guess I have to care about him because I'm reading it. Mm-hmm. And it took me completely out of it. It was unnecessary. It was so bad. It was- unnecessary from beginning to end like they have him hitting on this one chick and for whatever reason they have her into it because ooh, it's deathstroke it's slade wilson he's a dilf he is not a dilf he's a sad pathetic man yes like and then even when you have rose wilson being introduced who is his daughter and it, it isn't clear what age she's supposed to be in this timeline but this entire time he's sad about his daughter right he's looking for his daughter right and then when she gets introduced she has gravity defying boobs and torn clothes yeah so she's wearing a bra without wearing a bra 
It's a push-up, like the. That's her. That's her superpower. That's her superpower. She defies gravity, and so of course she uses it to make her boobs look fantastic. Right. Can't say I blame her if it was on her own autonomy, but it wasn't. See the fuckers who drew her. Uh, and I try to be gentle sometimes. Like when I'm reading, I'm like, okay, like they wrote this. It's someone's like art. Like it's this and that, you know. But the, the this was so bad. I was like, fuck this writer. Fuck this artist. This is ridiculous. No wonder it's like a B plot in the, a fucking D plot in the whole flashpoint thing, and nothing happened. Yeah, it was so long. It was <laughs> so fucking long. It was uh, all right. Anyway, so- we'll get into it. <laughs> Back to Citizen Cold. Right, that um, guy. This one was written and drawn by Scott Collins. The colorist was Mike Atea. Uh, letters were done by Dave Sharp. And the editor was Chris Conroy. And I would characterize the art style of this one is like showing a gross amount of detail. Yes, it's like grotesque. You've yes. said that about other, um, I think the Frank Miller one. Yes, where you're like, it's, they don't Frank like Miller. <laughs> They must not like people because the way they draw. I don't like how they draw lips. It's like a donut hole. <laughs> not a fan. Shut your file. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I will say lips are hard to draw, but don't draw them like this if you do anything. Yeah, I like if it was just like Captain Cold drawn this way, I think it would have been different. But I think it is just like uh, Scott Collins' style. I think so. And the unfortunate thing is it makes everybody look grotesque. Yes. You know, like everyone's grotesque. Everyone's face kind of looks like a mask because they're all like distorted in this way to make it like very clear. Like, oh, well, this person's upset. How do you know they're upset? Every single line in their face is scrunched. <laughs> uh, this character is scared. How do you know that they're scared? They look shaggy. Like they're so scared that like literally they just look like. <laughs> Disheveled. Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The, the, this, I, you, Miranda, you've said it in like other episodes where it's mm-hmm. like the, the art, most of the art style like is consistent. Like it looks like color pencil was used. So it has yes. like softer gradients. Mm-hmm. However, the line, the line weight on this one is so heavy. And that's why they, I think that adds to the grotesque look. Cause it's like, this man is like, his brow is furrowed and it's literally every line that you would see is like in a black line. It's not yes. shaded. It's just literally like someone drew a bunch of black lines and that that's how I know he's angry. Right? And confused. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So. It, it, like that's kind of the art style in these three books. It is very consistent because again, it was like drawn and written by the same, which, yeah. you know. I respect. I feel like I feel like shouldn't be a rarity in like three shots. If but we've is. learned anything, <laughs> it is, and we've definitely. I know I've said some shit where it's like, why is it different? Like that made me confused, or like it took me out of it a little. Dead bit. in the flying Graysons. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, the Wonder Woman one that we did a while yes. ago also was like oh. all over the place. Oh, six different artists. It's so rough. It's hard on the viewer. So I will say, yeah, the consistency on on in the drawing helps mm-hmm. the reader understand that it's all the same plot. It does. Leonard Snart needs like a- he is so crusty. <laughs> He's like, As like the bro. Kids would say musty, dusty, crusty. Exactly. Like he <laughs> just. Someone help him with the, the skin routine. I, like, like he will, needs a moisturizer. I, I will say he does look frostbitten. He so. does. I was gonna say like he's so. It's like like the opposite. Like I live in a desert, so like we get dry. 
Yeah. But if you live like in the tundra, you'll also be dry. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the tundra version of it and like does not apply any no. type of protection to the elements. Although he's an elemental super villain. <laughs> right. I mean, to be fair, he's a normal, has stuff. Yes. Like, he has cool stuff. <laughs> um, if you want to read the story, the basic plot is that in this universe, um, Leonard Snart, a.k.a. Captain has become the hero of Central City under the Citizen Cold, like Citizen Kane. <laughs> he's a G. So clever. I you love know. writers. Captain Cold was literally be just as much of a hero name it's fine but so he is the hero of central city only plot twist he's not a hero he is just opportunistic and a clout chase yes he wants his name in lights yeah he wants to go to the club and have the chair there he doesn't have to reserve the table he wants the brand deal <sighs> capitalism <laughs> if this was retold like 2023 he would be a youtuber he would. He'd be like the worst type of YouTuber. Yeah. But so uh, the story opens up. We see him fighting Mr. Freeze, a, a Batman villain. Yeah. And he straight up murderizes him. Yes. Because nobody knows how to not kill people in these. Yep. Yep. That's how, that's how you know this is the bad place, Aleda. Everyone's oh. killing everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah. dies. Yeah, Every yeah. single book is just an excuse to kill 10 other minor characters so people don't ask the writers where they were during right. this event. Right. So that's what happened. <laughs> that's the one, two, and three. <laughs> yes. We see Ironhide's penitentiary just outside Central City. Mm-hmm. And we get introduced to a few different villains. I don't know their names. I'm sorry. Uh, one of them, is, I think, is called Fallout. Uh, one okay. is the Trickster. Okay. Um, the Weather Wizard. These are all Flash. So, okay. So this is a little bit of background information. Um, the Flash is very famous for his rogues gallery. Like, they're literally called the rogues gallery. Like yes. that's 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 what they call themselves, and it's just like a loose team up of of like a majority of his rogues. They kind of they work together, but they also have like a weird honor code. So, for instance, um, the flashes he has like a weird deal with them where they don't kill. They try not to kill people at all, but they definitely don't kill like women and children. It, right, because the flash came out when it came out, yeah. and they had to follow the code of conduct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so traditionally the Rogues Gallery is led by um Captain Glee like leader and then all these other guys are in it and they have their own like personal dynamics that go along with that. But in this universe because Captain Cold is the the hero of Central City. Right. Uh they all know each other. They don't mm-hmm. necessarily work together. Right. And he keeps them in their prison is literally on ice. <laughs> Yeah, it's like um, an ice cave. You see icicles, cold drafts. There's no blankets. They're just all cold. Yep. It's called the freezer. <laughs> it's called the freezer. It's the walk-in. Actually, the visitor center is the walk-in. And then this is the freezer. The deep freezer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you ever work in a restaurant? I didn't, but I did culinary in high school. I used to have nightmares of getting long freezer. That's honestly really fair because it is... I feel like too easy to happen. There's no way to open the door from the inside. Yeah, and it's like, like a if it's lock. locked. Yeah, like you're fucked. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so bad. Um, so he they live inside of an Arby's. <laughs> inside <laughs> of an Applebee's freezer. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is the bad place. Oh yuck. Uh, <laughs> yes. So Weather Wizard is being returned to the freezer. He briefly broke out. Uh, we meet some of the other rogues who are there. 
and he gets visited by uh, somebody that we know from other books. Yes. Mirror Master. We do. And poor, poor Mirror Master uh, got into a fight with Susan Cold and got fucked up. Yes. Like he's, he's locked. On the verge of death, but staying in his mirror dimension keeps him safe. However, other people can't go in. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. So he's very lonely and very yep. sad. Yep. And so he is basically like, I got together a crew. <laughs> We're going to kill him once and for all. He's like, I'm actually isolated. I actually have a plan for it. Mm-hmm. Let's team up, boys. Because I think it's just boys. Um, I do want to yeah. name them. These are their alternative evil names. Oh, please do. Um, This one looks yeah. like sad Best Buy manager. <laughs> yes. This one is just the sludge. The sludge. Okay. And then this one, the green one, is like pestilence or like zombie. Okay. And um, that's all I have. And then this <laughs> think- guy's like, kind of looks like the Flash, the Mirror Master one. <laughs> mirror Master. So that's I mean, I guess a little. <laughs> this is how I go into comic books. This is why I never remember their names. <laughs> that's fair. I think Sad Best Boy, Best Buy Manager is Weather Wizard's equivalent. He's just so angsty, and it's like this guy hates Geek Squad too, but he has to work with them. He knows it's a scam, <laughs> oh. but okay, like he doesn't get paid enough to fix those problems. <laughs> right. That's how I feel about him. That's fair. Uh, meanwhile, Leonard living up the high, living up the high life, but he knows that it's only a matter of time before he gets found out. And so that's always in like the back of his mind. If he has a timer of at what point does this cut his losses? Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, he, for whatever reason, has a weird fixation on Iris West. <laughs> I couldn't get it. Cause like, I'm just like, did they have a thing or not? Or he just has a crush on her. I think he just has a crush on her. They do not have a thing. Right. Cause it's like we saw up- her. In the yeah. Flashpoint comic, she has a boyfriend. Yeah, right? Okay. Am I being, I feel like I'm being gaslit by, by the Flashpoint things? I'm like, what's happening? Um, but again, everyone should, because I was like, did I, am I misremembering this? But no, he, she does have a boyfriend, right? Because he, it, like, he doesn't catch her, but he's like, oh, no, I'm not married or to you or with you or whatever, because it's a shitty dimension that I'm in. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, so- He's just, he's has the hots for her. So he's trying to like, he spends these three books trying to woo her as like, as though it's some big romantic thing. Yeah. But it's not. It's, it's not, not a big romantic thing. No, it's not at all. It was very like weird. Um, is, I th- I do think it was like a good subversion hero trope with like the secret I did the love in. Yeah. Of showing just how messed up that would actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're actually lying. <laughs> it's not cute. <laughs> We actually are lying and being manipulative. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah. So a um, little bit of background on Leonard Snart. So in this universe, he was still like a career criminal. He still has the long rap sheet and he does still have the backstory of an abusive father and a young Right. Um, kind of the, the plot get kick, gets gear or gets arrested. Right. Um, so she's going into prison. Leonard is painfully aware that it's only a matter of time before somebody figures out that he's a sham. And so he's making to leave, but he's going to get his sister out first, right? Right. And then in the background, you have all of his rogues who are just like, we're going to kill him. We're finally going to get this guy. Right. And then meanwhile, Iris is just trying, like she knows something shady is going on. She's trying to get to the bottom of it. Who is she using? Her net, who, who else is trying to figure it out? Her nephew, Wally West, a.k.a. First Kid Flash, a.k.a. The Flash number three, a.k.a. Awesome Sauce. 
Awesome. In a smart car. In a smart car. And he's, uh, so the Pied Piper when he was first into the 50s is a, um, is a villain. However, he later gets, his character later goes through a whole redemption arc and he gets refashioned of like a Robin Hood type figure. Okay. And then him and Wally West are best friends. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Because I didn't know who that was. Yeah, he's a Barry Allen's Flash villain and then he later becomes like Wally West Flash's like best friend. Of course. <laughs> and they're best friends in this too. I'll accept it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, we see that Citizen Cold does freeze Wally, killing yeah. him. Mm-hmm. It's implied, and then we find out in the next thing yeah. that he's actually dead. <clears throat> and Iris doesn't know. Yep, Wally West is trying to figure out, is Wally West and Pied Piper are both trying to figure out who he is to bring his crimes to light. You know, he's very publicly been murderizing people. <laughs> yeah, he is, like, again, the theme of Flashpoint is just kill, kill, kill. So... Mm-hmm. As a result, we see a lot of people getting killed and they don't care about like, and well, not anonymity, but they're not hiding it. Yeah. Like you're just freezing people and leaving them. Who else is killing them? Yeah. Which I mean, okay. So I will say that with context, world establishes is that Batman, old man, Batman, Thomas Wayne is the first superhero. Okay. <laughs> like, he's the first vigilante. He's, like, the granddaddy of them all. That's true. They're just, like, accustomed to, like, death. Yeah. Like, Oof. I think it's, I think rather than the norm being, because, like, you know, with with our universe, our main continuity, you have, like, Superman and Batman, who are the most famous heroes of the world, right? Well, neither of them kill, and they're just saying that they don't kill. Right. Like, that, it's a big point that they make, right? Wonder Woman is willing to kill, but she does it like as a last resort scenario and then when she does kill it is a big deal whereas in this universe the 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 very concept of like a hero of like a superhero of a vigilante is tied up with bloodshed that's fair yeah i didn't think about like i guess i forgot that they're at war but also that it's just like the norm in this it's like the worst timeline yeah everyone has a goatee Yes, they all have a goatee. Midlight crisis. Um, in the second issue, that's where we see like prison break. So the rogues are prison breaking their way out of it. They take Lisa, which is Citizen Cold's sister, with her with them. Yep. We see Pied Piper, and he discovers Wally Wally West's body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, this I don't know. Citizen Cold is like oddly obsessed with um Iris. So yep. they have like an interview set up. And he's just answering an interview with a an interview with the vampire, an interview with Iris. <laughs> and she's just asking, like, so what's up, man? Like it's like um like a puff piece, I guess. Yeah. Like, oh, we're gonna interview like uh a celebrity and what's like your workout routine? Like what do you do on a Saturday? Like what do you like what are your plans after the war? Um and he's just like being creepy. Yeah, and he's gets, hitting on her. Yeah, in such an aggressive way. Like, have you ever been to Dubai? And, like, gets all up in her face. And she's like, uh, no. But it's implied. Okay, this is, like, a guy wrote this. Because it's yeah. he's, like, all up in her space, like, unsolicited. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to convince us that it's, like, there's sexual tension there. But I don't believe it. I don't think they are. Because if you look at her facial expression the entire time, she is never into it. She is frustrated. She is like upset. You know, like there's times where she looks scared. She never looks in. That's true. I guess for me, it was like the one panel where he's like 
all up in her face and it kind of it's like a single panel of their lips and it kind of looks like they're gonna kiss yeah but that's the one that threw me off if you look at the one directly before that like yeah she she is like scared yes she does it's I think like it's I think it is definitely that like a guy wrote this and so it's like this cartoonish form of unwanted attention Uh uh-huh but like they just can't help themselves you know yeah like like they do want to show that like it's unwanted attention but it's just it's just so like care like it's such a caricature of like what this would look like if it actually happened right you know because like i know that i've been in situations where people have been hitting on me in ways that i do not like yeah you know and it's it doesn't happen like this because in reality like this would be a very dangerous situation yes because they are by themselves like initially they're not by themselves and then like by the end of the little scene they are by themselves yeah um and she does look scared i do agree with that it was just that one panel i'm like are they trying to imply that she wants to kiss him like i couldn't (laughs) like read it well because there's no there's nothing else there it's just that and then it goes on to like oh now they got interrupted and he has to check his pager Mm -hmm. his phone it's like a sidekick which i think is um... (laughs) it is a sidekick (laughs) and she has to check her thing too and then he's like i gotta go and then she's just like like dumbfounded so it was just a little weird i hope they weren't trying to play that's kind of what i got from it i Ugh. i think like i don't know because i read this and there is nothing redeemable in captain cold right and Citizen no cold. he's there's he's an ass he's a piece of shit through and through yeah. but i think with like the iris subplot they were trying to give us like a glimmer of something that could be redeemed like he but- cares about her yeah, is that what think, they, you you I felt like they were trying to push on? I think that's what they were trying to do. I just don't think a job. It doesn't. It falls flat because I again like no. It just falls. He's like this creepy, violent man who doesn't understand no. Right. That's exactly what it is, and you know that's what. If we're both getting that, it was just like a failed attempt of yeah. like trying to make him redeemable off that. They could have just like focused in on the sister mm-hmm. instead of trying to like push these two together. No, they go. Why would they focus on the sister? Why would they well, focus on the pre-established emotional bond where that it would make sense why he would be tender or why he would want to take care of her? Why would they focus on a thing that we have seen literally in the comics? I don't know about this particular era of comp- of Captain of Captain Cold. Like I don't know about this particular era that predated this, but there have been versions of him that is very sweet to his sister and is very big on like wanting to like protect her and wanting to shelter her. Not this one. Like his, it, it's not a new thing. So in like the in some versions of the comics, uh, Lisa Snart is a villain in her own right. She has a she has a gold gun because they thought they were doing something there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> but nice. like this version, they make a point of saying the only reason, like, like they don't establish. Like there are multiple points of time, and he says, "You think I'd be doing this for love, but I'm not. I just owe her." Yeah. When it's like, no, that would have been like the moment where they show like something eat or something tender and then be like, oh, he's still a piece of shit, but he loves his sister. Right. And when we get to the Slade comments, com- comics, um, mm-hmm. I'll I'll branch back to this one because I think there's like, a, like they did it better. Yeah. So even though they still force fed us <laughs> like some weird sexy plot, but not they sexy, sexy plot. Exactly. It's just like, okay, you can't you can't have nice things but whatever no. so yeah this whole this weird thing happens with them uh and then we see the rogues again and they're all together now there's this one that looks like a clown yeah that's the trickster 
Oh, is that him? That makes sense. He has a bag of tricks. So he he has a bunch of inventions that he just basically it's just a high tech whoopee cushion. (laughs) He uses it to stuff. He is so ridiculous. So and he's the younger one. The original one was like an actual adult competent. And then this one is just a black house replacement. Old. Wow, what a concept. So they're all together. uh, Citizen Cold goes to them. And this is where he says, I'm not saving Lisa because of love. I owe her for leaving her with dad all those years. That was that was cold and wrong. And he's trying to get his sister back. But obviously all the rows are like, fuck you. And they start kind of like attacking him. Yeah. Um, and he like pew 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 his way out of the situation. And he does catch up with sis- with his sister. And that's where the sister's like, are you my brother? Like you're Citizen Cold. Like what's happening? Um, and there's another fight. And then the zombie one does end up killing Lisa because they can. Yeah. You can tell, you can tell that they thought they were doing because again, one of the things that's important about like the Flash's rogue gallery is that if they're, if, if, if you're part of that team, the deal is you don't kill like women and children and they show uh, fallout who is arguably the most sympathetic of the rogues. And like, he's just a guy that fell into a vat and got irradiated. Yeah. Like he's not a career criminal. He doesn't want to hurt people. At, earlier in the comic, he asks like, oh, do we really have to hurt her? Like can we hold her hostage and then hurt to kill him. Yeah. And then they have him burning her with radiation. <laughs> like you can tell they thought they were doing something, but because this entire event is so soaked in blood, it's nothing. Yeah. It's just another casualty. Um, and they don't give her enough time. Like she doesn't pass the Bechtel test. Like they, no. everyone talks about her, but she doesn't talk at all. No. <laughs> Everything happens to her and her getting killed also happens to her. But because there was no established anything, the reader doesn't really care yeah. beyond like, oh, that's kind of gruesome. Yeah. Like it's, we don't, he, get, we don't see any sweet flat. Like he doesn't think about her in a way that is pretty, we don't really see flashbacks. Like you don't get her opinion at any point in time. There's nothing for us to attach onto. Yeah, and he doesn't love her. Like he says that. So why would we care? Yeah. Like I think the you know, compare because comparatively, her and Wally get about the same amount of page time. Mm-hmm. Right? Her and Wally get the same amount of page time. Wally has a lot more agency directly doing stuff right before he dies, but he doesn't really get to speak either. But we have a much better like emotional connection to what happens to Wally because we like Iris's devastation. See how the Pied Piper gets like how he's sad and how he's affected when he discovers his friend's corpse. Yeah. You know, like it's, they're mere images of each other. These deaths are mere images of each other, but like the Wally, Wally's is much better exit. You get that like reaction. If you don't have that emotional connection to the character as he is presented in this piece, you can still feel it through the emotional connection of other characters. Right. Well, they don't do that to Lisa and they kill her. Yeah. <laughs> Womp. And then Citizen Cold is, you know, taking a beating, taking a beating. Um, I don't really understand what happened with like Pied Piper and oh. Cold, but yeah, did he okay. find So him? what happens is um, basically uh, uh, Citizen Cold's entire like house of cards is falling down. So he's taking a beating from his rogues, right? He fails to save his sister and then he turns it on them and kills all of them. They all die. All of his rogues die. Nobody lives. Um, and then at the same time, Pied Piper, who like now knows his real identity because Wally West took a picture of him and ran it through like a database. So he has his real identity. He, Pied Piper is going to reveal it. Uh, but if he reveals it before Captain Cold is out of the city, then he's trapped, right? 
Mm-hmm. And so he is basically, he tries to ambush Pied Piper in one of his hidey holes with like a cold bomb. Uh, and like, it is just pure luck that that, that Pied Piper doesn't get got. Because Pied Piper, in essence, has like the flash drive that has a secret. Okay. Right? Okay. Meanwhile, uh, Captain Cold, fresh from like both of these fights, almost <laughs> runs down Iris. Yes. And then she takes him to her house which rookie mistake the hospital that's where you gotta take these people Mm-mm. yep call an ambulance don't even take them in your car oh you yeah into a confined space with the yes. dangerous man yes <sighs> so she but, has them in her house yeah. because what happens when you take someone in your house you now have someone in your house and you <laughs> are responsible for them uh so she's like i don't she takes it off she doesn't recognize him this is where she learns that he bought plane tickets to take both of them to Dubai, even though she didn't say she wanted to go. Yeah, she just digs through his shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so yeah. she's creeped out. Understand. Yes. Because it seems and, like he's going to kidnap her. Yeah. So he, she takes, she finds out his identity. She takes his glasses off. She figures it out because she's smart. And then he's. She, like, I, I want to clarify. She does not figure out who he is by taking no, his glasses off. If they make a point off, of saying, and she's like, and it's just a guy. Yeah. Cool. And then she's he's like his name on the plane ticket. Yes. And that's how she figures it. So maybe she's not smart, but she read. So I'm gonna yeah. give her that. <laughs> I, I do I always love that joke because realistically, like someone would have to be like a hell of a celebrity for for you to recognize them. Honestly, yeah. Like if that's it's just true. random Dave. You're not gonna remember. No. But then he's like, oh my gosh, he knows who I am. And then um she's like, I don't she acts like she doesn't know, right? And then he kisses her. Yeah. And she pushes him off. Yeah. And then he does the whole dark, mysterious thing of like, you're totally into me. I have a score I need to settle. Be at my, like, come to this address at this time if you ever want to see me again. And we'll run off together and live happily ever after. Like, this story in any way ends without Iris being in a body bag. Look, it's basically setting up the murder of Iris Less. <laughs> yeah. That's just what it is. It's CSI. No, not CSI. What is it? Dun dun. Mm-hmm. SVU. S- <laughs> <laughs> Law and Order. Oh, that's... <laughs> I didn't watch them. <laughs> I just know the sound. <laughs> Law and Order. And then Law and Order's SVU is a different show. Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> oh, my God. All I can yeah. do is laugh. Okay, so then we go back to the rogues. We see Pied Piper. He's, like, trying mm-hmm. to get there. But the rogues are rogan. Yeah, this is the point in time when, like, Captain Cold uh, murderizes all of them. Yeah, that's what happens so many pages. It is <sighs> brutal. It's absolutely brutal how we kill him. Yes. But, He's uh, a brutal man. Um, and yeah. then Iris learns throughout this process that he's a cold heart killer. Yeah, because Pied Piper gets to her and he says, I'm so sorry, Wally's dead. And then Iris shows up at his apartment, at Captain Cold's apartment. Mm-hmm. because that was the address he gave her and it's a setup like she's showing up there so that Pied Piper can catch him yeah and you know, she gets her tearful confrontation he's like I'm not that kind of guy like who told you that and then Pied Piper there's a scuffle and then Iris shoots him with his own cold gun poetic yep <laughs> like you said they thought they were doing something. you're no hero just a cold-hearted killer <laughs> I would make stupid jokes <laughs> So calling Rick Ryder, it would make dumb jokes. Right. And then you I, put on your sunglasses and it goes, dun dun. Yes. Yes. That's the visual I needed. 
Not her looking traumatized. I needed her looking. Hell yeah, I saw it. Yeah. Damn it. What could have been? Okay, then we yeah. move on to Deathstroke. Oh, the- and the curse of the ravenger one two and three <laughs> i i can summarize this one in one sentence let's do creatives and then you can summarize okay. in one sentence so the writer is jimmy uh palmiotti um joe bennett uh john dell and tony shaston are the artists the colorist was the hoary letters were done by travis lanham and editor was sean mccavicey mccavice Yep. The editor was Pat McCollum. Thank you. All right. Uh, drum roll for your... In the wake of the sinking of Europe, a bunch of rogues, like a bunch of villains, have taken to the high seas to scavenge and plunder in pirate. Chief among them is Deathstroke on his trusty ship Ravager as he sails the high seas searching for his daughter Rose. That's the synopsis, everyone. <laughs> That's what happens. I did think it was funny that they like made pirates in the <laughs> I do I do appreciate that. I thought it was very logical for the world that we set up. <laughs> Absolutely. Like that that hundred percent makes sense too. Like, oh well, yeah, I guess they would just they're what are they but land pirates? So now that they're on this <laughs> that makes hundred percent sense that what is what is a mercenary but a land pirate? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this makes so much more sense. It made so much more sense. <laughs> yeah so yeah. they're just fucking around looking for his daughter and this is just like an action movie honestly yeah. it's just fight scene after fight scene after fight scene you get some titties more fight scenes it was it was actually like very cinematic it was it was pretty to look at um the way they like the composition on the panels and the colors i do think that's pretty yeah i do think that like the the artists they did like a really good job of giving everybody except for like the female bulk and weight yes like they have they have different body plans they all look like they have like they exist within the world that they did do a very good job of that Mm -hmm. except for the yeah all the females are just delicate and hot (laughs) yeah you either get delicate boobacious in life sexy yes yeah. titties uh yeah basically that's all that happens i don't know there's fight scenes we do um see aquaman in this one finally aquaman does kind of like make an appearance because we haven't really like seen him in a while and he's murderous also so what a what a time to read comics i'd be so disappointed if i was reading comics during this time i think at least like <laughs> i mean a lot of people were yeah that's you know that's fair people don't talk about flashpoint uh, <laughs> This is very convenient. Right? We don't talk about Flashpoint. Oh, no, no. We don't don't talk talk about about Flashpoint. Flashpoint. (laughs) It was 2008. It was 2008. 2008. Oh, I don't know. When was it? In 2010. 2009. It was 2009. There wasn't a cloud. Or there wasn't a sail in the sky. I know sails allowed in the sky. <laughs> then uh then Jeff walked in with a terrible grin of thunder <laughs> telling the story of oh, my <laughs> and then it's like Diana and Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> They're the ones duetting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm writing this down. I'm gonna write a whole series of spoof songs. This is gonna be my album. The Flashpoint is going to be my spoof album. Miranda's comedy al- album. Look out for it. <laughs> the parody that we needed. 
Um, so yeah, I don't know. Deathstroke, he gets some other baddies that don't matter because they die. Uh, and yeah. he, he makes a new crew up. It's, and... it's a series of him overcoming obstacles looking for his daughter. So the very first obstacle he overcomes, right, is he meets a rival pirate. And he thinks his rival pirate has his daughter, but no, it's another mysterious woman in a box. That they take. <laughs> in right? a refrigerator for whatever reason. They're obsessed with fridges. They are. They Someone are. worked at a Applebee Arby's. <laughs> 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 um, so they also... That's the title of the episode, Welcome to Arby's. <laughs> Welcome to Arby's. Let me write that down as I forget. <laughs> Arby's. <laughs> yes all right okay so they he gets he gets a steals that lady again and then lies and says (laughs) he liberated her but he didn't he stole her yeah uh and then they they sail to aquaman territory water Mm -hmm. or directly to him and then aquaman fucking stabs immediately yep (laughs) jump stabs uh deathstroke in the stomach with a trident yeah crazy I think part of the problem with Flash was that, like, Aquaman kills, like, a hundred million, right? Yes. Like, he thinks you're up. A hundred million people are dead. And at no point do we him struggle with that. No. Because, like, even, you know, we've had, like, atrocities. And there are people that, like, deal with the atrocities in their own way. Just kind of keep going and monstrous. But I will say that there's a lot of people who had a hand in, like, mon- like actual real-life monstrosity. Who struggle for it with it with for like for the rest of their life. Nobody has a conscience in this. <laughs> yeah. Diana does it. Yeah. And Aquaman it's really horrible. It's troubling. It is really troubling because like it's it's not just that like they're they're people who've been put into this position. It's they are people who are enacting this great violence, not just because their cave has they It's just because they can. Yeah. Like I'm strong enough to stab you in the stomach immediately. I'm stabbing you in the stomach. And there's no, from my remembering, there's no, or from my memory, there's no connection between Aquaman and Deathstroke. Like, he doesn't know anything about Deathstroke. He just kills him because he, like, rolls it. Because he's there. It's not a defense. He crosses the line. Yeah, it's not a defense on Deathstroke. It's just like, oh, this guy crossed the line. Fuck him. And he stabs Mm -hmm. him. And then, like, Fury kills the rest of, like, not Fury. Flurry kills. Like, he just runs up and decapitates one of his members yeah and they just continue to kill each other now it's a fight and now they're fighting but like bro like like i said it's an action movie like you guys could have talked about it <laughs> could have been like why are you here and he could have explained it and then it could have gone sideways but it was immediately fuck you yeah because it never mattered no like it, it never mattered so the aquaman that we see that is set up in that we see like deathstroke and the ravager is an aquaman who has uh, basically decided that his war is technically with the Amazons, but it's also with all of the air breathers. Like, it, it is very heavily implied that, like, him and his brother Ocean Master are not going to stop until, like, the entire world. It's like a, yeah, like, is it imperialism? When he's just, like, trying to grow his em- empire? Like, it's... I, it's, it's worse an, than imperialism because Like a genocide. genocide. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's a genocide of, of mammals. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It is. Like that that is very heavily implied. And, you know, I, I feel like that is something that 
I will think that like the flashpoint, this, they wanted a war between Amazons and wanted it to be shocking, brutal for like everybody around, but they didn't actually think about like it, how they could position those characters in a way that would be. Yeah, I don't think they cared. I think they wanted like a rock'em sock'em. Yeah. And they just. Oh, it's like Civil War! Yeah, I was gonna say it was like Civil War, except um, that, is it Mark? Mark knew what he was doing. Like Mark Miller, yeah. Yeah, Mark knew that it was like, I, like in interviews, Mark said like, oh, I wanted like a full on fight. I just wanted these people to fight. Now right. I will say I haven't read any of the interviews of like the creators on this, but it gives us. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't think Mark tried to do anything else except make a rock'em sock'em. And yeah. he did. And this one, like we see like glimpses of them trying to be deeper than what it is. And that's mm -hmm. like not kind of insulting like bro like we i can read what you're putting down and it's not as deep as you think yeah. and just let it not be deep yeah but okay and it is like a, a bigger world of creators for this it was multiple creators um, right so there is that there that is a difference between them. but yeah uh back to deathstroke <laughs> yep they're fighting they're fighting he gets stabbed his healing mm -hmm. we find out that there's like a piece of like kind of like bullet basically there's like shrapnel in his in his body so he can't heal himself so yeah. he's he's dying and then they save him yeah a member of his crew who he previously enslaved um basically works out a deal of like i'll be your second commit i'll save you but only if i'm like your second like people stop electrocuting me yeah because they're like aed let's go yeah because again everyone's the worst version of themselves uh he gets saved and then that guy immediately starts to stage a coup against him that's another thing mm -hmm. meanwhile uh through a series of like accidents uh the the girl in the fridge gets like awoken and she has fire powers her name she is jenny blitz explodey boom boom powers it's funny boom booms yeah she's like half on fire um and she of course immediately has the hots for death which is crazy like literally she gets introduced and she looks kind of powerful and she's like half engulfed in planes and then the next it then goes to the next issue which is number three and immediately it's her taking a shower and like yeah. who who showers like this it's an open shower her yeah, leg is it looks like if when you shave your legs if you shave your legs you yeah. like prop it up like on a chair or something mm -hmm. and like that's the position to shave your legs that's how she's washing her leg so she's just posturing like very peacocking and they have like steam covering her the death stroke is just watching, watching. She's just sitting in a chair watching her bathe yeah and the excuse is that she needs to get the chemicals off her body mm -hmm. and then the next yeah. one is her walking out of said shower no towel mm -hmm. unsafe no. you're gonna fall no, she's wrapped in Steve Alita. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're, oh, no, she does have a towel. It's covering her one boob. And the other <laughs> hand is covering <laughs> the other one. You see it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, she has a single, she has a hand towel, basically. Which is not, okay, all right, whatever. That's not how towels fall, but fine. Anyway, she is in, she proceeds to put on her pants and is like directly, like titties to face, putting her pants on. Yep. And Slade is just watching her fully clothed just watching her at one point they make a comment like she makes a comment of like you're old enough to be my father and he's like does that matter or does that make it better <laughs> yuck yeah ha, ha, ha. he like she is doing this whole thing of like i have exploding make boom boom power you don't have anything over me i have command of the ship now and he's like oh but i am the captain she's a cute little power play of sexual tension <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so gross. And then they make out because she never put a top on. Yep. And then they make out. It's like a weird daddy play <laughs> situation yeah. that none yeah. of we nobody asked for. <laughs> no. I didn't ask for this shit. What? Whatever. Yeah. And then she's like, no, but I really am into you. <laughs> I was locked in a freezer. Yeah. I need a warm touch. My dad is a man called the caretaker and he also <laughs> wants to fuck me. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, I only exist for that. But yes, exactly. meanwhile. <laughs> yes, meanwhile, the crew is staging a coup. They killed the men who are loyal to him. This is kind of, I would say, like if if this was an action movie, this is the moment when theme grimace, grimace, yes. not yes. grimace, like like the grimace. Bad, like the, the McDonald's guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then they get another. We get another titty shot. Yeah, ghost titty shot. <laughs> Like, yeah. Oh, because one of his men has a has a ghost twin sister who shares his body. Yeah, and she obviously ghosts don't wear clothes, and they have anatomically incorrect boobs that just float. So, yep. whatever. He goes and warns them. <laughs> yeah, and so the coup doesn't work because Deathstroke and and Jenny already know about it, and so then they blow everyone up. Yep. Womp. Yep. And now it is just Jenny and Deathstroke. But surprise, Jenny's dad has already been called. He's on his way to pick her up. She did not have permission for this play date. Exactly. Past curfew. Yeah. Uh, so this is the guy called the caretaker through a series of, of I don't know, deus ex machina, plot armor, whatever. <laughs> he, <laughs> along the way, has managed to pick up Roswell, who slayed this entire time, has been searching. How right? convenient. Right? This like, was not a story. It was like no. literally eye candy. And also, oh yeah, so he found his daughter, by the way. Isn't that so convenient? We're yeah. just going to do a trade You give me the fiery bitch and I'll get the icy <laughs> bitch. <laughs> That's how we're going to do it. They're still hot. Deal with it. Oh, action scene. Fight, 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 fight. Oh, explosion. Fight, fight. Oh, he was saved once again. And he gets... Both girls, <laughs> his daughter, yeah, and Jenny stays with him. Yep, that's that is exactly what happened. It's pointless. <laughs> I will say I did enjoy the idea of like pirates in the universe. I, I did too. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it was better. Yes. God, can you imagine? That'd be so such. I want not him, but I want <laughs> like a new character, right? Or a better character. Okay pirate in this world and yes. just like like episodic like we're saving this like island of people that survived from europe and we're like going to a camp or like a refugee camp and we're taking like them guardians there. of the galaxy yes oh damn yes. it that would have been great i would have enjoyed that immensely we got this fucking yes we got Jesus. this fucking thing okay and yeah that's pretty much it that's where we leave deathstroke and then we go on to which one um well, we've got either The Outsider or we've got Flashpoint. Which one do you want to talk about? Uh, I guess let's do Outsider and then Flash. Oh, okay. The Outsider deals with, like, the the boat, right? The no. Boat. No. It's, like, a place Nothing in between one in of the stories. Well, let's talk about it really fast. And we talk about your favorite Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. Okay, so we leave Deathstroke. And we're going to move on over to The Outsider number two. If y'all don't Pretty remember, good. The Outsider yeah. was, like, the moon man. <laughs> Looks like the moon. <laughs> He does. He's the ruler of the subcontinent. Yeah. And he's, he's an a- ass. Yes. <sighs> okay, let's talk about him. So, it's like pulling teeth talking about him. He sucks. Yeah. He's becoming a criminal 
no. We see the, his rise to power through flashback. Yes. Uh, it's just a bunch of betrayals to everybody, but he does. Capitalism. Um, capitalism. Rah, rah. Uh, meanwhile, in the present, he's still trying to, he's trying to figure out how um, Mr. and Mrs. Terrific and uh, the, the man from Japan managed to escape prison and attack him. Yeah. So he's like, he knows there's a conspiracy at work and he's trying to track down who it is in the conspiracy. This whole thing where they try to set up like, oh, this try and set up a red herring that it's Black Adam, but they don't do a good job of it. And it's not Black Adam. Right. And that's all that happens. Yep. Ta-da. It's, well, we see um, Manhunter in it. And then it yep. ends. John John. It was John Johns the whole time. What? Crazy. We don't know why. That will be wow. revealed in issue three. Wow. Tell me it's a moneymaker without tell me or a cash grab. Flashpoint number two. Let's go. So flashpoint number two is where we get some exciting, more ex- more exciting, I guess, things. It's not that exciting. I we get what is supposed to be plot development, but honestly, nothing happens. Yeah. So this is the one where yeah, Slade an appearance in this one. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Okay. It's 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 giving like we wrote a Deathstroke story, but then we realized that we didn't actually tie the Deathstroke story <laughs> into the main story in any meaningful way. So what if we just included two pages from the Deathstroke story in the main story? That's what it was. I got confused. This was like the boat is in this one, right? No, the boat was in. <laughs> it's the I thought the boat one was the out outsider one, but it was in this one because I was like, what Deathstroke's in this? And it was literally like this happened in the other like a recap for the other show. if you watched sorry brain let's get it if you watched the flash on the cw and like it got popular right then they added the arrow and then they added like another one what i think they kind of started doing and i, I might be misremembering but i kind of remember them doing like oh like watch this episode of arrow to understand what's going here to understand like the small point of it yeah and it gets really like big crossovers yes that's what this was Yes. Like, in case you didn't care about Slade before, let's just tell you what's kind of happening with him. But really, we're here for this story. And the this story is something I kind of forgot was going on. Uh, the Flash <laughs> is like exploring. He's not exploring. He's looking for Bruce. Uh, yeah. So he we, where we last left off with the Flash, um, he has realized that he doesn't have his superpowers. The world is different. He has borrowed his mom's car and driven into Gotham to discover Wayne Manor is lies a bit like semi abandoned, and the Batcave is a shithole. And who is there but Batman? Is it Bruce Batman? No, it's Thomas Wayne Batman. Miranda's most hated version of Batman. <laughs> my enemy, my foe. He was kind of funny. He was an ass. What? <laughs> it was kind of funny, though. He had some singers. I was like, okay, well. He does have some singers. So he's trying to bring on the pain, which mm-hmm. like, I would, I'm going to call it bad writing. It is. I'm, I'm going to call it bad writing of like, he's like, well, who are you? Why are you here? And the thing is, Barry's answering all of his questions and Barry's not even answering them in a way that is like disjointed or can like, and then there's a point where he says something that is, I would say, on the exact same level as, like, everything else he's been saying. And Batman's like, that's the first thing you've said that makes sense. He's an ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this entire time, he's been, he's been explaining things, actually, like, pretty well. He literally says, I must be on a different Earth or trapped in, like, a mere world. And it's, I'm, I don't know, just Thomas Wayne's a moron? He is. He's... Uh... He's like a meathead. Yeah. That, like, yeah. He's a meathead. Like, he's like, I'm gonna like <laughs> throw you through the wall to get answers, even though like the answers are being answered. Yeah. 
Um, it's this is brutal, and you know, I Elena, this man was a doctor. Okay, well, it was a different time when he got his doctorship. <laughs> different time. <laughs> the standards were different. There's been updates on it the was code back of when you had laudanum. You just had lead was in pain. <laughs> it was a different time. Oh, he's just a boomer with brain damage. Oh God, yes. Oh yeah, that happens there. Uh, he he pulls mm-hmm. out reverses reverse flashes like ring and he or not his ring it's okay. his ring but reverse flashes outfit yeah inside of it. it's it's the weirdest thing because he's being he's being punched and he's basically being punched into this new reality because as he's getting punched he has like a migraine and he's starting to his memories are changing to like fit into with the continuity of this world yeah <laughs> that's insane like batman <laughs> hit him so hard he got hit into a new reality right he's like my memories no and yeah. then the ring falls out of like his pocket yeah it's in the funniest panel it does it's like implied that the ring just falls out of his pocket but honestly it looks like someone just threw it out of a shadow right because like the artist knew enough to be like they're not gonna know what i'm doing so they drew like a little like bounce line and then ting 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 and then all all but circled it in red to show that a ring fell out of his jacket it's a glowing ring yeah oh my gosh this is exactly what they and so and at this point Barry's like no, no 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 I can prove it I can prove that I'm a really fast superhero because it's meanwhile Thomas Wayne is talking shit and being like you weren't fast enough to dodge these hands right <laughs> um he calls he says you're more paranoid than the Joker you belong in Arkham which is like <laughs> what that's not even a reason to be in the Arkham, dude. He hasn't actually committed any crimes. Right. I but so he's he's like, look, it's my ring. I'll prove to you. I have a special suit that is frictionless that I store in here. <laughs> so if you see the suit, you'll understand that I am not of this world. <laughs> and the super suit pops out and it's reverse flashes. And then he's like, no, it's not mine. It's reverse flashes. He's my nemesis. He does everything to fuck me over like i don't even know what i did to him but he killed every like everything shitty in this timeline because of this motherfucker this guy's been bullying me since i was eight gosh which is true it's so messed up this is definitely grown and then thomas is like what about bruce yeah and because he i think he does like he lets it slip or he says like batman's my best friend but it's not you it's somebody it's like a different batman he's like well what about bruce is like bruce is batman like you died and this is where we're supposed like Thomas th- again. This is where we get like a little carrot of like these people are human. Yeah, it's like I'd rather like have that timeline exist than my son be killed. Yeah, which is is very sweet. Like that establishes his motivation for trying to help Barry Allen throughout this. Yeah, of Barry Allen is so dead set that there is a there is the correct and good timeline is the one where Bruce survives and grows up and becomes a person. Yeah. Right? And Thomas, as a grieving parent, is like, well, you know, I don't know if I necessarily believe you, but if there's a chance where my son could, like, grow up, then I'll do what I have to. Right. It's like a glimmer of hope for him. Yeah. And we leave them. We go to London. We see Steve Trevor. Yes, we do. His ass whoops. Which also, um, it places this book in the continuity or in the timeline of Flashpoint. Because Steve Trevor, if you remember, is dead in the second issue of the Hal Jordan story. Right. So this is prior to that. Yes. Yes. Thank you for saying that because I completely forgot that. 
Yes. So he's getting his ass handed to him by the Amazons, particularly Diana. Um, and she like lassos him. And she's like, you have to tell us the truth. And he's like, <laughs> like resisting. And she's like, mm-hmm. chokes him out harder. And I was like, oh, he's going to die. He doesn't <laughs> die. But he does spill the beans. Yep. And he does say, hey, Lois Lane is infiltrating y'all. And that's mm-hmm. how I know the things that I know. And that's how I'm in this position right now. Yep. And then they're like, what do you want to do with him? And then it cuts away. <laughs> Yeah, it's implied he died. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, Barry Allen and Thomas Wayne have built an electric chair. This is so off the wall. <laughs> because have he... you... Go ahead. Miranda, we both were somewhere where you have to build things. Yes. Do you believe that this all happened in one night? No! That they built this on the roof? of wayne manor i i do not believe that like that thomas wayne can solder shit no he can barely figure out how not to punch people like first things first we've got a custom wooden chair that is not this isn't like a kitchen chair that they repurpose this is custom yes (laughs) we've got custom metal apparatuses which would at the very least need to be like soldered together Yes. Like, even if each of the individual pieces, like, you know, because there's a part of it, there's a lightning rod part that honestly looks like a giant desk lamp. It does. <laughs> it looks like the Pixar lamp. Yeah. Without so the hood. It's got all of these metal pieces, and then inside the metal, and then not only is there uh, are there metal parts connecting, like, the chair to the lightning rod, there's also a custom metal rack to hold yes. all of the chemicals. The beakers! Yes. Uh, we also like, worked somewhere that had beakers. Those things break so fast. They do. Thomas that was is not the gentle. most believable part. <laughs> that was the most believable part that they just shattered immediately. Yes. So they build the so okay, this is what I want. I'm gonna put this mm-hmm. on down for a second. This is what I want. Okay. I want a sub issue uh-huh. of the montage of them taking a month to build <laughs> this. Because I don't know how thunderstormy. Gotham is but someone needed to be a meteorologist or at least have a friendship with one to know when the next thunderstorm was you know who would be really helpful (laughs) weather wizard weather wizard (laughs) see i would have believed it more if they were sourced that guy and then also had like a builder on it and then they told us it happened in like a contractor yes then i would have believed it but they switched over i was like how do they build a chair (laughs) he just had an electric because the other reality is that he just had this stuff on hand Which he's he's a weird dude, but I don't think he collects like execution equipment. Oh god, it was so funny. I was just like, wait a second, how did this happen so quick? (laughs) The montage of them just living in the manor for a week, dude growing it up with like as they cut the wood. Yes. So the reason they build this whole situation is because Barry knows like this is how I became the flesh like he remembers the concoction of like <laughs> chemicals he was working with he remembers having to be struck by lightning and that's how he's that's his plan he's gonna get electrocuted or yeah. struck by lightning to like jump start his powers because he's yep. powerless <laughs> and he does get struck by lightning <laughs> he gets struck by lightning he gets sprayed by chemicals and he gets severely burned he does he it, it i don't it i think it implies that he's dying because he's like burn like he got struck by lightning so it yeah. looks very painful i mean it yeah <laughs> and then thomas is just like he puts him under he puts his cape under him um right which i yeah you know i guess say love me <laughs> live your life right. bro. and it ends there 
It does. It does. They're just like, how can we make something really like upsetting and gruesome and then let it be a cliffhanger like that? Barry Allen covered in third degree burn. Very bad. Severely. Like it's so, like it looks like he has no skin. It's just his like muscular system. Yep. Um, And that's it. That's what we read for the week. Miranda, would you recommend this? No. Any of it? No, it was so <laughs> unnecessary. The most interesting thing we read this week was Deathstroke and the Ravager, or Deathstroke and the Curse of the Ravager. And that's saying And something. even that one wasn't good. <laughs> like, I would say in terms of actual storytelling, that one was the closest to having the piece of story that I think it's separate from this. I, I don't recommend it. <laughs> Elena, do you recommend any of this? No. <laughs> so many of it is no. If you like Thomas Wayne, then yeah. But if you don't, like Brandon clearly does not, <laughs> then it's a no. <laughs> but you're right. I like didn't like reading the Deathstroke one. Like it pissed me off. But it was the most cohesive. Like it had a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah. Um, as opposed to I guess Citizen Cold had one too, but he was like even less likable. Yeah. So like, it was- there wasn't a point to anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just- yeah. There's they could just they could just say those things in like one or two issues. Like, oh, there was this really big thing that happened and these, these folks died or whatever. But they don't do that. They really want to show us what happened, which yeah. is overkill at this point, honestly. Um, because this is what week five of us reading this, and it's just been uh-huh. I feel like our notes are really similar from the last five weeks. Just like, well, they just killed a bunch of people, so I guess that's what's supposed to make it interesting. Um Yep. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's what we read. Next week, we continue. Continue the saga of Thomas with Batman, Knights of Flashpoint, number, Lois Lane, and the Resistance, number two, and Booster Gold. I'm excited. 45, and 46, because the Booster Gold is a genuine crossover. It's not a tie-in. It's a crossover. This is a continuation of Booster Gold book. I'm excited because you've mentioned Booster Gold, and I don't have any experience with Booster Gold, and now I will. So that's awesome. <laughs> I... So- I love him every time I see him. That doesn't mean that this one be good because nothing about this event has been. Uh, yeah, yes, <laughs> I will agree with that. But it's been fun talking to you about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been, absolutely. <laughs> I love or consuming shit media and then talking about it. Oh my gosh. It's yes. a fave. Uh, okay, Miranda, where can the people find you? Well, if you'd like to reach out to me directly, I am Dynamighty Miranda on TikTok. I repeat, Dino is a dinosaur. Mighty is a Mighty Mouse Miranda. That's my name. Don't wear it out. I'm your friendly neighborhood amateur Batman historian. Feel free to check me out on TikTok. I also go live twice a week on TikTok uh, on Thursdays and Saturdays, 9 p.m. Pacific. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to us as a group, you feel free to email at thesidekicks at gmail.com. I repeat, thesidekicks, capital T-H-E, capital S-E-I-D, capital K-I-C-K-S at gmail.com. You can send us an email if you have a recommendation, if you have a critique, if you work in the industry and would like to talk to us, we would love to talk to you. You can also follow us on Instagram. Additionally, as we are on iTunes, just a five-star review. It is a five-star review. We'll read it on air. If you leave us a funny one, we will read it in a funny voice. Elena, where can the people find you? People can find me on the internet, on Instagram, and TikTok as Orchata Chica. Uh, I draw and I lift heavy things. That's what I post about. Also memes. A lot of memes but yeah do what miranda said and that's it that's all we have read read it if you want to if you don't we'll cover it so yep. <laughs> we're, i think like are we halfway through? we're about halfway uh this was week One, five two, there's three, ten yeah we're halfway through yeah so you know we're in for the long haul there actually it's actually flying but yeah <laughs> all right bye everyone we don't have an outro song so every week
come to jingle. Generally, they're not very long, which is in a marked contrast to this event. Flashpoint!